Good afternoon and welcome to the Marcus Today End of Day Report. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Tuesday, the 6th of February. And as usual, with all the information contained in this report, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this report. And today we fell 44.3 points, another 0.58 of a percent. 7,581.6 we closed. We opened at 7,613.6, which was pretty close to the high of 7614.4. 75.42 was the low. So well and truly off the lows. The day, of course, dominated by news from the RBA that they had kept rates unchanged. The equity market saw that as pretty much nothingness, a bit of a whole nothing burger for the equity market. Didn't really move at all on the news. We even had Michelle Bullock fronting a 3.30 press conference, which I have to say I was relatively impressed with. She seemed a voice of reason and seemed to have empathy in spades, which is something that I think Phil Lowe lacked, uh, empathy for the common people, the, the man on the Parramatta omnibus, if you like, in terms of the pressures they are facing in their daily struggles against rising inflation. So uh, not a bad performance, I thought, from Michelle, but certainly a more dovish tilt to the RBA, although in the press conference there was lots of hands balancing uh, from Michelle. So we did see a lot of balance. So she did see things finally balanced between more rate hikes, I know, and more rate cuts. So it does seem to be balanced at the moment. They're waiting for more data. They do have six weeks as well before the next RBA meeting. This is all part of the sweeping changes that have come through the RBA in recent times. A whole new broom, a whole new look for the RBA there. But certainly her first press conference, she looked pretty impressive to me. Anyway, as far as the market goes today, well, it was once again all about resource stocks. The three amigos suffering, iron ore prices under pressure, Rio down 0.6, BHP down 1.1, not particularly horrible, but Fortescue down 2.9%. We saw the gold market, uh, the gold miners off a little bit, Northern Star down 0.7, Newmont down 1.2, and Evolution down 0.7% as well. South 32 fell 2.8%, Mineral Resources 1.7, straddling both the lithium and the iron ore space. Pilbara Minerals down 1.5%. IGO, well, it never rains, but it pours, does it? Down 1.6%. Continuing those falls. Oil and gas stocks, on their hand, slightly higher. Woodside up 0.8, Santos up 0.4. We did see a little bit of smidgling of a selling in some of those coal stocks with Whitehaven down 2%. Looking across at the industrial space, banks... A little bit of easing in the big bank basket, falling back to $198.15. CBA, the worst of the pack, down 1%. ANZ up 0.8 of a percent. Insurers slightly weaker. And in other financials, we have the ASX with their trading numbers out, and not the profits, but the actual underlying how many billions of dollars are turned over in the market today. Probably not particularly great reading. ASX down 0.9, Macquarie down 1%, GQG though up 2.9%, and we did also get some numbers out from Magellan Financial today 
in terms of that funds under management, stock rising 1.3% for that one. All right, we're looking at the industrial space. Tech's eased, WiseTech down 3.9, Zero down 2.8%, the Alltech index are down about 0.9 of a percent. We had REITs easing back, Goodman Group down 1.3 and GPT down 2%. Healthcare also a little bit easier today. Cochlear got absolutely smashed. Uh, they were down 6.9% on the back of a broker downgrade. That certainly didn't fall on deaf ears today. CSL managing a 0.6% rise. ResMed down 0.8%. Industrials generally, we did see a little bit of selling in some of the interest rate sensitive stocks. The likes of Transurban down 0.7%. Brambles down 2.7%. But retailers getting a bit of a kick higher today on the back of Nick Scarley results, which were better than expected. They weren't great, I have to say, but they were better than expected. The stock had a massive, massive 16.6% gain today. JB Hi-Fi up 0.9% and uh, Premier up 1.5%. Also, Maya doing very well as well today, having a good day on the back of some results. They're up 14.3%. Again, not exactly shooting the lights out, but certainly better than the market was going for. And that is all you need. All right, looking at corporate events today, not an awful lot. We did get those results from Nick Scarley and Maya as well. On the economic front, we've got retail sales a little underwhelming and the RBA adopting a slightly hawkish bias. Uh, but having seen the press conference from Michelle Bullock, uh, impressive performance, as I said earlier, it does look as if things are balanced in terms of whether we're going to see rate hikes, rate cuts, or rates staying the same. Paul Bloxham from HSBC was on the telly uh, straight after the 2.30 announcement and said that he thought 2024 would see no rate cuts at all. So that is of interest. Looking at Asian markets at the moment, let's run through them. A little bit uh, mixed to say the least. We've got Japan down 0.2. Hong Kong and China both sprinting away on the back of hopeful support in those markets. We've got Hong Kong up 3%, China up 2.7%. So whatever they're doing at the moment, it's working well, at least on the stock market, not probably working quite so well in terms of the actual economy. So we'll wait and see how that pans out. But we've had a few full starts before on uh, propping up the Chinese stock market, currently languishing at lows for the last five years. The Australian 10-year yield 4.13% today. In terms of Dow and NASDAQ futures, last I looked, Dow was up pretty much zero or down zero, depending on which way you look at it. And we did see NASDAQ futures up around 43 points. Looking at the winners for Greeners today, let's run through them all as normal. On the winning side of the ledger today, we had Nick Scarley, 16.6% higher. Looks as if they started the year well in terms of like-for-like sales and also beating expectations there. Good quality company with good management, 16.6% higher. Million shares traded. Maya, 14.3% higher, 14 million shares traded. Imugene, up 9.4% today, 20 million shares traded. That is a punter's plaything, that one. Newix, uh, technology sector, 5.5% higher, only 380,000 shares traded though. Zip, well, they zipped higher again today, 4.7% higher, 25 million shares traded. And the uranium sector hanging in there. I did have an article out on NAB trade in their article section if you want to check that one out. 
but uh, Silex up nearly 4%, 662,000 shares traded, and Kogan up 3.8%. Looking at the losers, well and truly on the naughty step today was West African Resources, down 10.64%. They came out with their production guidance. Market didn't like that at all. They only just presented yesterday to Indaba, the conference there. They obviously uh, were saving the best till today. Cochlear falling on deaf ears today, down 6.9%. Uh, A4N Alpha down 6.6%. 2 million shares traded there. LTM, Arcadium Lithium, which I have to say has had a pretty shocking start to life. This, of course, was the merger between Alchem and Livent. They're probably wondering why they bothered, but I don't think it would save them from the decimation that they've seen in their share price. Down 5.2% today. 2 million shares traded. CIA Champion Iron also down 4.4%. And Maida Group are down 4.4% as well. Not huge volume. 167,000. Positive sectors. That's shares, not dollars. Uh, Positive sectors today. Well, there wasn't much in the positive. Oil and gas. That's probably about it. Everything else was down. Iron ore and tech, probably the worst of the sectors. Also REITs as well. Gold miners continuing to suffer despite near record high gold prices. Go riddle me that one, Batman. In the uh, big bank basket, slightly slipping, 198.15. All tech index down 0.9. Gold in Aussie dollar terms, $3,112. Bitcoin a little lower, 42,821 US dollars a fund token. The 10-year yield, 4.13%. We had a little bit of movement at the station on the back of the RBA report there in terms of the Aussie dollar. Uh, Let's have a look at the latest. 65.11 for the Aussie dollar. So perking up a little bit on, I guess, the more hawkish tone coming out of Michelle Bullock. First time out for the press conference as well. In terms of major movers and shakers today that I haven't talked about, Brainchip did well today. 21.2% higher. I think they got a mention somewhere. Syrah Resources, Foster Stockbroking wrote that one up. 8.4% higher. And a change in substantial shareholding. Uh, those West African resources slipping 10.6%. That higher all-in sustaining costs at US 1300 Aussie, sorry, 1300 US dollars an ounce. Weighing on that one. And Red 5, the merger with uh, Silver Lake at the moment, just weighing a little bit. They had a 300 bit percent rise yesterday. 4.4% fall today. Calix continues to slip away. 9.1% down today. People certainly losing patience with that one. AGY Argosy. That's the Rincon project in South America down 9.5%. Lithium stocks again. No country for old men at all. 4DS well they've had a bit of a push higher in some days. Down 9.2% today. And speculative stock of the day today was Janison Education. J-A-N well that was uh, a question of uh, not not happy Jan today. They were very happy Jan today. They won a $45 million contract from the New South Wales Department of Education, up 47.1%. Good on you, Janison Education. Two million shares traded today. Not huge in terms of market value, but a big, big move for them. Be interested to see what the brokers make of that, but I suspect 
obviously we're going to see some upgrades coming through. Company news in a little more detail. We'll run through the biggies. ASX monthly activity report January 24 showed total average daily value fell to just over $6 billion versus a year ago of $6.5 billion. Uh, Atlas Arterial Group, uh, IFARGE and APRR Consortium has appointed for exclusive negotiations with, for the A412 motorway in France. Champion in Iron Ore, collective bargaining agreement update. Unionised employees represented by Metalos votes against proposed terms. Metcash completed the placement. We had Magellan reported funds under management. The girls just want to have fun. Uh, 36.3 billion as at the 31st of Jan. Still outflows going though. 35.8 was at the end of December. Nick Scarly, the winner today, reported HY24 NPAD of 43 million. That was down 29% from first, well, the half year 2023, 29% down, it was 60.6, now 43, but that was above where we saw October AGM guidance, and Maya Holdings, also their trading update, first half 24, group comparable sales up 0.1% on first half 23, expects uh, first half 24 NPAT of 49 to 53. In terms of economic news today, well, it was all about the RBA keeping rates unchanged, uh, they did have um, more pretty pictures in uh, one of their press releases. They're talking that inflation is expected to decline to the 2 to 3% target range in 2025 and reach the midpoint in 2026. So it is a slow, gradual flight path downwards towards some kind of inflation landing. Australian retail sales volumes rose 0.3 of a percent. Uh, the Occidental CEO, Vicky Holub, uh, said the oil market will face a supply shortage by the end of 2025 because the world is not enough. Sorry, the world is not replacing crude reserves fast enough. Palantir results came out. Fourth quarter earnings were out after market last night. Revenue for the quarter increased 20% year over year. And Beijing has rolled out more measures to stem a stock route. They are tightening trading restrictions on both domestic and offshore funds. And it also has said the Sovereign Wealth Fund of China says it will buy more ETFs. In other news, Red Bull's racing's Christian Horner is facing an internal probe. Spice it up, Christian. And the Kremlin has declined to say whether or not Vladimir Putin would grant an interview to Tucker Carlson. He is a former Fox host. And the news that I forgot to mention this morning in my stuff, Vale to Ian Lavender, the last of Dad's army in the cast that has died age 77. Of course, Ian Lavender famously played Private Pike. Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great evening. And, of course, we're back again tomorrow to do it all again.